the old renaissance is the new renaissance standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction this is the harlem brewing company uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste a sound and a feeling that can only be described in one way harlem style so come and take a trip on the a train with our harlem sugar hill golden ale and our harlem renaissance whip beer the neighborhood original sponsored by harlem beer distributing north carolina for more information log on to their website at harlembeernc.com hi everyone this is the chakra doctor and i wanted to give you all a big thank you for making miracle food the number one detox program on the market i also would like to give a warm welcome to all of my newcomers and first-time triers of miracle food miracle food is the bruce lee Jeet Kune Do of the holistic world now i'm not saying that there aren't other healers out there with products and services i'm just clarifying that miracle food is the best come see what the hype is about at chakra doctor.org or call me at 818 818- Four two nine one six seven five. Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timlake Rowe, founder of Marjorie's Beef Jerky Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every one million orders that we receive, our company is giving two million dollars away to the bottom amongst four hundred of our paid customers. You see, that's the way we roll. So come place an order at www. Marjorie's Beef Jerky.com. That's www.marjorie's Beef Jerky.com. Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Beef Jerky.com. Yeah, that's right. Because that's the way we roll. HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, October 4th. I'm Donald where it's Manic Monday on the program. Listen, we got to take, first of all, I hope you had an absolutely wonderful, wonderful weekend. We had some really good football, and the thing that impressed me the most was a lot of the non-conference wins by HBCUs over non-HBCUs. Had quite a few of those uh, matter of fact, in week five, we had quite a few shutouts, right? And we have quite a few teams that remain undefeated. Well, I say quite a few, only a, a few. But at this point in the season, you don't expect to have a whole lot of teams undefeated. But you've got a couple of teams that are undefeated as well. And so we'll talk more about that. Week five kicked off on Thursday, the ESPNU game between Prairie View A&M and Arkansas Pine Bluff with the Panthers winning that game 27-17. to We talked about that. We talked about the blow, the huge blow that it meant for the Golden Lions. And Prairie View A&M is on the rise. As a matter of fact, I expect uh, by the time later on today the HBCU coaches and media polls come out, I expect to see Prairie View A&M uh, really on the rise. Tuskegee defeated Clark Atlanta 21 to nothing. So after that debacle by Tuskegee, 31, what was it, 30 or 31 to nothing to open the season against Fort Valley State, Tuskegee seems to kind of be coming around. You look at the last game, albeit a loss to Alabama A&M, but it was 45 to 35, and Tuskegee was playing up. So Tuskegee starting to make a bit of a run, more importantly, undefeated in SIAC play. 
Allen defeated Central State 46-34. Allen looks really, really good. Again, a provisional member of the SIAC, but the Yellow Jackets looking pretty good right now. Got some excellent play from their quarterback. Howard gets its first win of the season, defeated Sacred Heart 22-17. So, you know, Larry Scott mentioned we, we, we're, we're losing, but we're continuing to play well, and it culminated this time with Howard because, remember, Howard last week lost to Robert Morris uh, after having a lead the week before that, lost to Hampton in the battle of the real HU, but was scoring some points. So now we see Howard finally take that step forward with a victory. By the way, even though the Bison won and four on the season, remember, the Bison have not or has not played a MEAC game. Savannah State continues to roll 21 to 17 over Kentucky State. I-, I thought Savannah would win this game. Savannah State would win this game, but I thought Kentucky State would give Savannah State a run and it ultimately did. 21 to 17. Both of these teams ran the football. I remember we saw a game with Savannah State only threw the ball two times in the football game, in a football game, maybe a game ago or two. This time threw it a little bit more, but ran it significantly. Meanwhile, Kentucky State, I don't I can't remember. I don't have the stats in front of me, but Kentucky State may have thrown it a time or two, but ran the football, uh, but not enough to defeat Savannah State. North Carolina A&T made history, 41-14 over Robert Morris. The reason why the Aggies made history is because it was the first Big South game for North Carolina A&T and a huge win over Robert Morris at home. I said it last week, Shaw needs to take that next step. The Shaw Bears need to take that next step, and the Shaw Bears did. 27-7 over Virginia Union, even though it was not a Northern Division game. In the CIAA, it even uh, this, the uh, Bears, excuse me, now 2-0 in the conference with a big showdown on Saturday against Fayetteville State, which could determine the CIAA's Southern Division early in the season because Fayetteville State's playing some really good football. Elizabeth City State made it two wins in a row, 2-0 in the CIAA, 19-13 over Livingstone. Livingstone now 0-4 on the season. Florida Memorial still can't find that first win. 0-6 now as Kaiser defeated Florida Memorial 31-26. In a sh- Well, it was a shootout, right? South Carolina State defeated Bethune-Cookman 42-35, but it, the game was way out of hand before Bethune-Cookman even came back to pull to within seven late in the fourth quarter. So Terry Sims and staff going to have to try to figure out why Bethune-Cookman gets off to these slow starts. Got off to the slow start against Alabama A&M before roaring back and still having an opportunity to win that football game, but ultimately could not close it out. Morgan State remains winless on the season, falling to St. Francis 27-14. to But like Howard, like some of the other teams in the MEAC, Morgan State has yet to play a conference game, but the Bears definitely struggling so far on the season. Lincoln of Missouri also now 0-4 on the season, falling to Central Oklahoma 69-28. In an absolute shocker, in an absolute shocker, one of the biggest shockers, I think, you know, that we've seen. Like, you can go back to the 2019 season and 
You can look at Morgan State defeating North Carolina A&T was a big shocker. Um, and I was trying to think if we saw a shocker in the spring, not necessarily, right? Grambling, Grambling State defeating number one, Alabama A&M, 37-28. You look at Alabama A&M, and as, the Bull, as Aquil Glass goes, so goes the Bulldogs. Aquil Glass, yeah, he threw four touchdowns, but guess what? He also threw four interceptions, and I think Alabama A&M, maybe they, they turned the ball over uh, outside of the interceptions at least once, maybe two times. So that is a shocker because Grambling struggled going back to the spring. Maybe this helps propel Grambling now. I, to me, Grambling was out of the race, and I thought they'd be further out of the race uh, after this Alabama A&M game. But give the Grambling State Tigers credit. Lane defeated Texas College. Get this. 71 to nothing. Texas College also remains winless on the season. Meanwhile, Lane, even though playing, uh, in essence, an inferior team, Lane is really, really good. Like, watch out for it. I've been talking about Lane all year. Watch out for the Dragons. Langston made it 5-0 and on the season. A 30 to nothing shellacking of Lion. Langston, one of two remaining uh, undefeated teams in HBCU football. Texas Southern, first win of the season, 69 to nothing over North American, and it's a good step in the right direction for the Tigers. Needed a win badly and got one. Fort Valley State over Benedict, 24 to 14. It's a big win for Fort Valley State. Uh, again, first conference game for the Wildcats and a big victory. So, of course, the Wildcats remain in that SIAC Eastern Division race. Bowie State continues to roll 44-7 over Johnson C. Smith. Remember, Bowie State was number 10 in the media poll uh, last week. We'll see where uh, the Bulldogs are this season. Bowie State just continues to roll. Meanwhile, Johnson C. Smith remains winless on the season. Battle of the Bay went to overtime appropriately. Norfolk State defeated Hampton 47-44. to Talked about this game early on. I, I, listen, I think Hampton is really good. Like, watch out. You know, they'll be able to win some games in the Big South this year. Norfolk State may win the MEAC. Obviously, I think right now, if you had to look, South Carolina State would have something to say about that. But uh, both teams playing well, and Norfolk State got the better in that matchup. We're going to break that matchup down a little bit more tomorrow in Takeaway Tuesday. Edward Waters, second win of the season, 37-13 over Morehouse. Morehouse struggling. Now, 0-5 on the season. In another shocker, and I, I don't know which one is more of a shocker, Grambling State beating Alabama A&M or Mississippi Valley State, first win of the season, over North Carolina Central, 17-16 on the last play of the game. We'll talk more about that in Takeaway Tuesday. As a matter of fact, I don't know. Like, had a chance to see North Carolina Central really uh, well. Saw them in the Alcorn State game, beat Alcorn State. It played well, of course, lost to A&T, but A&T was just the more superior team uh, last week, no question about it. But I never thought, as a matter of fact, I may have mentioned that, uh, in the breakdown last week on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Like, I never thought I'd see the Eagles go to Mississippi Valley State and 
lose. Delaware State, Delaware State with a victory over Wagner, 33-27. I see Delaware State getting better. I just see the Hornets getting better, and it was one of those wins by an HBCU over a non-HBCU. You look at Howard, you look at Delaware State, you look at North Carolina A&T, all three of those teams had victories over non-HBCUs. Albany State back on track, 31-3 over Miles. Now, again, we've seen this record play out before. Can it be different for the Golden Rams this year? We'll ultimately see. I mean, Albany State has to get to the SIAC championship game first. Savannah State may be in the Golden Rams' way. But 2018, 2019, Miles defeated Albany State in the SIAC championship game after losing to the Golden Rams in the regular season. Chowan remains undefeated on the season. Chowan looks really, really good. Uh, again, you look at this kid, Bryce Witt, the quarterback, he he. What did he do? He either tossed five or six more touchdown passes. I think five more touchdown passes, then ran for three more, something like that. I think he had eight total touchdowns in this game. Put a whooping on Winston-Salem State, 73-7. to The Rams now 0-4 on the season. Florida A&M blanked Alabama State 28 to nothing. I'm surprised by that. Not that Florida A&M won that football game, but that the Rattlers were blanked, or the Rattler, or the the Hornets were blanked by Florida A and M. I mean Alabama State. I didn't think I didn't know. I shouldn't say I didn't think I didn't know if they could win that game against Bethune Cookman last week, but the Hornets did, and then came out and and just didn't get it done against Florida A and M. Virginia State first win of the season over St Augustine's thirty three to nine. The Falcons remain winless on the season remain winless on the season. Tennessee State, a big win in OVC play, 24-22 over Austin P. That's a big win for the Tigers, who are now 2-3 and three on the season. More importantly, 1-1 one one in OVC play. Fayetteville State continues to roll 46-9 over Lincoln of Pennsylvania. Uh, the, the Lincoln of Pennsylvania, winless on the season. West Virginia State getting back on track, even in evens its Mountain East Conference record now at 2-2, two two, or 45-13 over Alderson, Broadus, and Virginia University of Lynchburg fell to Erskine 59-13. So that's a look at the HBCU scoreboard for week five. If you missed any of those scores, you can log on to our website at BoxToRow.com and get all of those scores in their entirety entirety again on tomorrow takeaway tuesday we're going to look at some of these games alabama a&m and grambling we're going to look at the north carolina central loss to mississippi valley state uh and a couple of other games we'll look at from week five on takeaway tuesday on the hbcu football daily podcast don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the hbcu football daily podcast you can find us online at boxtorow.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Talk with you tomorrow. Box to Road. Box to Road.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews. 
the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. Box2Row.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? Box2Row.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams and weekly media coaches bowls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And Box2Row.com. Your HBCU sports leader.